What's up? It's Lisa Denae. You're listening to Sound Scrub, a place where I get to dissect the writing, production, and recording process of a song with the artist and producer. artist from LA. I kind of do like pop rock and I've been singing since I was like oh my gosh like nine years old. Yeah and I love music. A fun fact not related to music a fun fact. I would say my favorite food is goldfish and (laughs) yes preferably the rainbow kind. Okay I was gonna ask. (laughs) Yeah yeah that's very that's very crucial because like there's different flavors to it but I like the Mm -hmm. rainbow kind. And what else? Oh, yeah. I hate elevators. <laughs> yeah. and mm, That's that, understandable. <laughs> yeah, that kind of wraps up the non-music part about me. But yeah, that's kind of my little intro. Love it. Right on. Hey, I'm Brett Pemberton, music producer, songwriter, uh, and owner of Prophecy Productions. Been working with Peyton for the last couple of years. Done music essentially my entire life from a very small town. I'll, I'll use that as my fun fact. Uh, when I moved here, my hometown was voted the number one best small town, both in the New York Times and I think the LA Gazette or something like that in the same month. What? So oh. represent, yeah, it's called Port Towns and it's it's surrounded by like the Cascade Mountains, Olympic Mountains, and it's on the north of the Olympic Peninsula. It's really beautiful. Wow. Fun that sounds fact. amazing. Yep. <laughs> I love that. Oh my gosh. Well, today's episode of Sound Scrub, we are going to be talking about True Love Never Dies by Peyton Shea. Uh, let's start with the lyrics of this song. What is the song about and what inspired you to write it? So True Love Never Dies, um, funny story. Actually, it's not funny, but <laughs> Brett and I, we write, like we co-write a lot. And for me, mm-hmm. I bring in a lot of concepts and ideas because I'm a very visual person mm-hmm. and Brett and I from there kind of focus on specific lyrics and getting all of that down so with true love never dies we had actually been on a phone call um, one night just kind of like touching base just talking and we were both going through something where we were losing somebody or mm-hmm. came very close to losing somebody And we were just kind of talking about what that really feels like. And although somebody may be physically not here, their kind of love and energy and those memories never leave, which is, I think, a very, very special thing. 
Um, so that was kind of the whole concept of true love never dies is that, you know, a person there, your memories and your bond and everything lives on forever, despite parting ways or whatever that kind of disconnection may be. Yeah, I really love that. And when you look at it at through that perspective, because I think if you look at the title, like True Love Never Dies, immediately someone would just think like true love will always prevail type of thing. Uh-huh. Like even if the person was like living like, or you know, because like sometimes toxic relationships, yeah, you may have like really deep love with for that person, but you got to let them go. So, but with what your perspective, I also really love because now I can hear that like in the production if that makes sense. Um, There's like a lot of like atmospheric elements going on, but then it's also this like building like anthem in a way. Like that's how I kind of took it. So I just really love that and want to learn more about the production. And did you guys actually start with the lyrics first or did you kind of build out the track and write to that? So we started, so for the production, that's, I'm like glad that you said that you felt like it like built and all of that, because mm-hmm. that was really one of the main things that we were really wanting to accomplish and get across. Um, I had watched a movie called Sweet Girl, and I don't know if you've seen it, definitely recommend. But it's just this whole, I mean, it's, it's a great plot, but what I was looking at, what I like really connected with was like the music and just how cinematic that whole plot and everything felt. Mm -hmm. Um, So that really, after I watched that movie, I was like, Brett, I really, really want to create a piece that feels very cinematic, you know, that takes the listener through this whole storyline of like, you know, the lows and the highs, and then this just like big explosive chorus. Mm -hmm. And so Brett had, you know, I think you played around with some production ideas, which came out like super cool. And then from there, we got the concept of the song and then started flushing out, you know, lyrics and what we're really trying to say and the story and all of that. And then the final kind of. Yeah, yeah, we, you know, Peyton, Peyton had continued to say something, you know, kind of huge and cinematic and powerful and not, not necessarily dramatic, but we wanted something very emotional. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we had that phone call that she's talking about and something just kind of clicked. And I think, um, was it during the holidays? Like, it I think, was. yeah, I had started experimenting with something and I know Peyton was going through some personal stuff and I was going through some kind of personal stuff and, you know, on the subject of you know, true love never dies. Yeah, I think it's it's got like uh, multiple meanings. It's it's, mm-hmm. it's part romantic in some sense, but it's also part familial. Like if you've lost mm-hmm. someone, whether it's to like a breakup or mm-hmm. to, you know, death, right? Like yeah. um, that love can and often does endure beyond the end of the relationship. And I think that, you know, it was kind of cool to have Peyton guide the, the 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 sound and the concept towards something so powerful because I think I personally was in a space where I needed to express something like that too and mm-hmm. so how we kind of work is 
you know, whether we start with a track or like a guitar part or something basic, it's pretty natural. Like she just kind of started sort of, uh, you know, creating really cool melodies over the verse section. And there had been this concept of true love never dies. Um, because, you know, like you said about, you know, toxic relationships, sometimes you leave a relationship not because the love is gone. I mean, right. like, you know, I can definitely attest to that. Sometimes you leave just because it no longer fits your your life and it's and it's not mm-hmm. it's not the right thing moving forward for you. And it's painful to do that. But I think with that, I have a real belief that, you know, once you've really touched the core of someone's being and vice versa, like it does endure. Like those yeah. memories are there mm-hmm. forever and all is not lost and you have that to cherish and 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 you're always kind of connected and i've almost seen it in this kind of like spooky universal way where you know you'll you'll coincidentally have some sort of connection to them or whatnot mm-hmm. so and you know peyton has been doing a lot of like sort of rock infused you know pop alternative music and i think it's just a really cool space to explore because for the last many years in popular music like it hasn't been as viable but now it's mm-hmm. sort of coming back around with real instruments and really powerful stuff. And I think that the rock space is a very powerful space to convey um, deeper, deeper concepts sometimes. So it's been, it was pretty cathartic. And I think she and I were both like, damn, this is a really unique and powerful song. We're, We're both really stoked on it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love it. I mean, I was like really impressed. I feel like when you work on a cinematic production, it can sometimes be like, too over dramatic mm-hmm. but this one was just it was almost like really subtle but worked really really well and then that melody that you built in the chorus like I think just worked like it was like cohesive with the production I don't know I just I was really really impressed and really enjoyed it I really love the guitars of who was playing guitars on that I'm guessing that's Brett. That's <laughs> yeah I really loved that. Yeah, I feel like with every new song I do, I'm always like, more, more rock, more guitar. <laughs> plays because he plays like really, really good. I'm like, oh my gosh, just like, yeah. So the guitar, all Brett. And funny thing about the chorus is, the chorus melody was actually originally in ad lib, I believe, mm-hmm. in the bridge. Oh. And so the bridge melody was the chorus Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and those switched around because it just felt like what the bridge melody Mm -hmm. was Mm -hmm. felt a lot you know it just did something more in the chorus and it really gave what the song needed Mm -hmm. so fun fact about that chorus melody yeah it's interesting because sometimes in collaboration right like i think peyton had said hey what if we swap the two? And of course, like the first instinct is like, damn, what? Yeah. You know? <laughs> like we, you know, it's it's really good in collaboration, even if you're hesitant to be open and try stuff. Because mm-hmm. yeah. once we tried it, it, was like, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. You know. So and and I, it's a very, I feel like it's a very unique chorus, per, you know, potentially because of that reason that we didn't mm-hmm. intend originally for mm-hmm. it to be. But it's so soaring and kind of like, almost. Um, orchestral in some sense yeah, you know absolutely. so it, it was cool to land on that and it felt very natural once we tried it mm-hmm. did anything else end up changing besides the melody switch with like brett and i were such perfectionists mm-hmm. so <laughs> we could go on and on with a song for 
so, so long, like just picking, you know, making sure everything is absolutely perfect. So throughout yeah. the whole process, I mean, so many things changed and, you know, cause we're just testing out different ideas and different lyrics and all of that stuff. Um, so, I mean, I feel like the major swap was that melody change in the chorus. Oh, we also, the intro to the song, mm. um, Brett and I had worked on a rough idea for another song months prior to that. Mm. That intro was in the previous songs kind of idea. Oh, okay. And I remember hearing that and being like, hold on, this is like really cool. What if we, mm. you know, had this as an intro for True Love Never Dies? And then Brett was like, oh my gosh, totally. And then he was like, what if we did it for the outro as well? And I was like, that's yes. super cool. Cause the song comes for, like full circle basically. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask about the intro and the outro because <laughs> it's like my favorite. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I really, really loved the intro and the outro. Yeah. So that's a really cool, interesting fact about that. Yeah. Even, even in that case, you know, uh, it feels so natural now, but it, it's so funny how creativity works. When Peyton first said it, I was like, huh, because I loved the originate, you know, original yeah. idea she had kind of said, right. what if this cool like layer of vocals and it's kind of spooky and, yeah. you know, and we tried it on something else, which didn't materialize, I don't think into a song at all. Right. No, no, no. It didn't yeah. And then, yeah. and then this one, we were able to, yeah, repurpose that kind of general idea and it, and it, and it did really work. So it's kind of thinking out loud note to self to just stay open to stuff because mm-hmm. sometimes yeah. great ideas are slightly discomforting at first yeah, you know absolutely yeah what kind of effects did you end up using on the vocals in the intro oh specifically um you know i use a standard vocal chain or am i at liberty to talk about the specifics like that or can i if you if you're open to it i know some people don't want to share oh, oh, no, totally. but... <laughs> no i'm i'm like i'm happy to share because i've learned from so many great people um there's a producer an amazing producer named mitch allen who's done a ton of hits and another guy named Toby Gad and his brother Jens Gad. And I've mm. learned from those guys along the way. And oh. um, yeah, so for the geeks out there, uh, I'm obsessed <laughs> with a compressor called Arvox, another one called Vcomp. And then I, and I love the sleep product. So I use virtual mix rack um, and a bunch of other secret stuff. I basically dial in super hyper custom verbs and delays. And then I'm huge on like automating stuff. It's kind of like painting, like shading, but in the intro, um, I used um, some kind of proprietary um, stuff from my software Reason. It's kind of an uncommon software oh. in America. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot, a lot of people use it. It's a Swedish software. And just use some cool distortions and some filters and, uh, and then my standard vocal chain on everything. But yeah, it's kind of hard to get that like kind of crispy vintage sound without it yeah. cheesy. But yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy right. how it came out. Yeah, no, I I really loved that. And then again, yeah, like you said, using it again in the intro, I just felt like it was a full circle moment, exactly what you guys were, <laughs> you know, imagining for yourselves. And I just really loved it. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. What would you say your favorite lyric line is in this song? Oh, my gosh. It's funny because when we were writing the song, the first verse – the pre and the chorus came so instant. I mean, I don't, I don't even know how, but it was just like mm-hmm. a really, really 
natural on a roll. Oh, let's write this. And then what if this mm. has this with the second verse, we were like, ah, oh. it was a little more challenging to like, you know, get through like, okay, where do we want to take it? What are we trying to say? Which I think is just the writing process in general. You know, some songs are just a breeze and you're like, all right, like I totally see where this is going. Other songs are like a mix of both, but I would say my favorite line, oh, that's such a, Brett, do you have one? I it's do, I do. Peyton and I really like sort of ping pong off each other really randomly. And I think a lot of times mm -hmm. the producer, like your job is just to listen to the artist mumbling yeah. and, like, and <laughs> decipher it. Yeah. And so right. she said some super cool stuff. And like, I think the, the, the first lyrics of the first verse came out for her super naturally. And, and, and I don't even know if she thought she had said anything. Um, but then the whole thing leading up to the course, I think it's like, um, train tracks, street oh, fights, that's a good one. lovers on a cold night, and all the shit that can't be said. Yeah. Reaching for that one thing that almost killed us in a past life. I think the drama of a relationship, like you had said, like toxic relationships, I don't think, you know, sometimes in the creative process, you can be very intentional and conscious, and other times you just kind of have to allow the mystery of it to come through. Yeah. And for me, right. I love that because it almost shows you this glimpse of a moment in a relationship where the, the passion's high and the intensity's high, mm -hmm. and 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 it's like the temptation to be the sort of worst part of yourself that ends things tragically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Reaching for that one thing almost like it's a drug or like, you know, the moment you say this shit, it's over or it's going to rock the boat. Right. And I think that we've Absolutely. all been through that. So that that one's kind of cool just because it was so random and mysterious how that, yeah. that those lines like occurred, but uh -huh. it was just riffing off of the the things that Peyton yeah. had said in the beginning was, yeah. It, so I like that one a lot. It's so visual too. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. you're painting this whole picture of like, train tracks it's just it's dark it's mm -hmm. you know but but it's exactly what brett said is there's such like a, a meaning behind that whole pre and that meaning is really painted through visuals which i think is a very cool thing to do especially because i am such a visual person so i think mm -hmm. when a song allows a listener to like really be able to see the storyline and you know see like what exactly is going on i think it creates a really really cool song yeah yeah I, lo I love that oh my god and yes i love when lyrics are really visual too because i'm also a very visual person as well yeah <laughs> uh what about your favorite production element in this song Oh my gosh, mine would be the last guitar riff. <laughs> so I, oh my gosh, it's just, I love it because I'm such like a rock person. I love electric guitar. I love big drums and yeah. I'm performing at Teentopia June 25th. And in rehearsals, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I just cannot wait yes. for the guitarist to like riff on that. It's, it's such a cool element and it just feels like the height of the song and it's just mm -hmm. it's like it it goes crazy so i love that part yeah you know for for me um it's a couple things i think that something about the the chorus is so orchestral the way the vocal flies over this heavy mm -hmm. powerful you know like wall of sound guitar and drums but <clears throat> that um you know 
the last guitar part that she's referring to is funny because you you wouldn't typically hear like a moment of shredding yeah. on like, right. on like <laughs> a new modern thing. And it's a little bit indulgent and I'm like clearly older than Peyton. So yeah. I'm like a huge <laughs> Van Halen fan. But on the subject of like true love never dies, like personal note here, but I lost my father in 2013 and oh, I'm so sorry. Thank you. And he was he was a very passionate music fan, and his favorite band mm. was Van Halen. Mm. So I think in wow. some in some sense, that's probably what brought it to mind. Is that okay for one second, do a little, yeah, you know, bready. Oh my gosh! <laughs> then it was cool to kind of like just allow because I never get to do that kind of stuff. Exactly. And it was just like a quick like fun riff, but I do yeah. like it because it's pretty ecstatic. Um, totally for me I think wow that oh my gosh sorry that just gave me chills oh cool like that's so like a it's like an homage almost yeah and it it goes well with the song yeah and And it's crazy that like that's the part that I gravitated towards the most yeah that you know hit me the most and the part that like I just absolutely with my whole heart love because it is such like past elements and like music it's just for me even though there is like no vocals or anything in it it's crazy how just instruments alone can make you feel something so powerful Mm -hmm. yeah sorry brett we totally cut you off oh no 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 no. actually i was i pulled up the lyrics for the second verse and i thought maybe peyton could read it because i think these lyrics are really cool and it but you know maybe for the listeners who have heard the song or haven't heard the song, it'd be cool for them to actually get a closer glimpse. Because I think actually, even though she's right, like we had to like, we had to work for the second verse a little more. I think it came together in a really beautiful way. Oh, absolutely. And Mm. and maybe you could speak to that a little bit just because it is kind of profound in some sense. Yeah. I I think the songs, the song on the surface might feel like just a cool kind of edgy, like rock song, Mm -hmm. but it's actually super Mm -hmm. deep, Mm -hmm. you know? So you want to read that? Yeah. So second verse is old souls come and go like fireflies on back roads tangled up in small town webs, but passion can break you and leave you there for dead. And so should I read, you want me to read the brief? Okay, reading the brief too. (laughs) Goodbye till next time. See you in the next life. Leave it in the hands of fate. And even though it kills me, no, our bond will never break. So yeah, that that's such like a good point too with you know Brett is like there is I think because we had so much emotion and everything that we both were feeling that we knew we needed to say in the song. You know, we were very particular with getting those across and mm-hmm. you know and saying exactly what we feel and I also grew up in a small town as well as Brett, a small town in LA, about actually about like 30 minutes um, outside of LA. And which is like how I got into music as well as the boredom Mm. and everything. And I was like, what, Mm. you know, what can I do? There's nothing to do here. And my small town personally, there was, I feel like with a lot of small town, small towns and maybe major cities, but there's a lot of like secrets and darkness that, mm-hmm. you know, is kind of hidden in those towns. Yeah. Um, and so that's where that lyric kind of came from is tangled up in small town webs is just like, you know, there's this whole life out there and there's all of this love and everything, but you're just, you're tangled up in this whole cycle of, 
you know, dark, dark stuff. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Totally. And similarly, just to just sort of riff on that for one second. Yeah. You know, Peyton and I both grew up in smaller towns and like, I think, you know, sometimes in a song, like people say, oh, well, what's a song about? And and oftentimes there is like a, a defined subject matter, but you're still like drawing from pieces and parts of different parts of your life. It, it might be, you know, part from a, a relationship you've had. It might, you know, might be about something completely different simultaneously. It's just emotion. Mm-hmm. So for me, I know that like while we were writing that, I was definitely reflecting on past relationships and how even though things had come and, and gone, you know, it's profound. I've just seen like weird synchronicities in the way that like connections resurface and people like kind of, they might be gone, but they're like still not. And yeah, uh, right. And it's fascinating that, you know, for example, even in a small town, you can have this interaction with somebody that is no longer like in your present life, but it just mm-hmm. lasts, it lasts forever and it'll still pop up. And it's like, wow, that it was as real as it felt at the time. Yeah, you know? yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. I do want to hear what your favorite production element is, Brett. <laughs> oh, me? Favorite production element? Well, I think I think the way it started when Peyton and I started talking about like, what do we want to do next? She had all these dramatic ideas. And I think that I, again, am really happy that Peyton loves doing rock stuff because it's a part of me that I haven't been able to like tap into. So mm-hmm. in general, the beat, um, it's got that kind of like shuffle feeling, that dun, 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 mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I used real bass and a bunch of really cool, like real instruments and, 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 and drums and things like that. So again, like to, to tap back into the deeper meaning of the song as well. Like I think of my father often, and he loved this kind of like heavy bouncing, like rock stuff that would have been from a different generation. It's not typical for Peyton's generation to be into. Mm -hmm. So I think I drew from a lot of the stuff that I just would have heard back then that again, you don't really flip on the radio and hear that type of drum groove and you don't really hear that type of guitar stuff now. So Mm I would just say probably the groove and for me my favorite part is still the chorus just how yeah. the huge yeah. guitars interact with Peyton's kind of angelic voice over the top like soaring so right. just all that stuff for me is is really is really special yeah Ugh. yes I forgot about the groove too that you just talked about oh my gosh I just really loved everything guys I <laughs> and then hearing again like your perspective on the lyrics like I just really relate to that feeling too. And I've lost like three grandparents within the span of like two years and it was back to back. And so it, it, it's like bringing tears to my eyes, just hearing you guys talk about it and, and hearing about your dad and, and all of that. So yeah, I just appreciate like your, you know, vulnerability that you guys have brought to the song, you know, cause that's a lot of yeah. like artists don't really want to share that side of them. Yeah. I, I think too, like that's such um first off so sorry to hear about your grandparents that's that's a, it's such a hard thing um yeah and it is like I feel like too as a musician it's like sometimes it's so easy to tap into those emotions but also you know it's such like a, a vulnerable thing music in general um so yeah I think there's a part of you that kind of, at least like for me personally, because when I was first starting out, obviously I was just learning everything and I'm still always am learning. Um, but it was very hard for me to really, really, really tap into exactly what I was saying and conveying and all of that. Obviously one, because I was very young. Um, and two, it's just, it's 
almost like a thing that, not that you have to learn, but being an artist is so special and so unique. So mm-hmm. you just, you have to get familiar with like being okay with putting your kind of your life out there and sharing mm-hmm. stuff that a lot of people would keep to themselves or keep with family members or friends. So um, yeah, I think there's something very special about sharing emotions and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, is there anything else that happened during the writing, the production or recording process that we haven't discussed that you want to share? I mean, I think one thing that is that would be cool for the listeners to know about, if you don't mind me, mm-hmm. yeah, is, you know, Payne's totally correct. We're absolute perfectionists and it's insane. And sometimes we probably take too long on songs, but at the same yeah. time, I think it's better to get it right than to rush it. And, mm-hmm. you know, one thing that's really cool is, you know, as a producer, you see the process that the singer goes through in terms of relating to the song. So tweaking lyrics, um, trying different vocal performances. Peyton is extremely hard on herself to the point of me sometimes thinking she's insane. But <laughs> like, but at the same time, I get it. I remember like when I was younger and and, and I had that same pressure on myself, but at the same time, it's worth it. Yeah. Uh, mm. Because it has to, if it doesn't resonate with you, it's hard to imagine that it's going to resonate with anyone else. Mm-hmm. But I mean, right. for the listeners, like we do put a, a lot of time and energy into this stuff. It's not it's not just like one and done. Some things come quickly. Some things really flow. Other things are mm-hmm. really, it is a craft. It's mm-hmm. not, you know, if somebody thinks, oh my gosh, I, I have no idea how you do that. It's so effortless. It's like, no, it's not. It's yeah. really, right. you love it. And it's, and it's a passionate craft, but we are all about those details and mm-hmm. getting the right performance and second guessing yeah. ourselves and giving it time and mm-hmm. changing the mix. I mean, even this mix, like I struggled with certain elements that were like, man, and we kind of, we ended up kind of just having to go back and forth until we were both like, no, it sounds great. You know? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So those details are really cool. And then, I mean, um, you know, also I think one thing that's really cool, that's kind of subtler to listen to for the listener is there's a lot of layers in the chorus. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of harmonies that are kind of, we don't, we didn't put them super loud, yeah. but they're really mm-hmm. beautiful. They're almost like a, like a little orchestra, a little mm-hmm. composition of, of, of harmonies that I'm really proud of. And I think that we, we did a really good job Absolutely. because that we wanted it to be kind of like angelic, but also super powerful and rock. Yeah. So that stuff's really cool to pay attention to. Um, and just that, you know, for somebody to trip on as a listener, it's like, in order to put so many elements, the guitars, the basses, the vocals, the drums, all the effects and everything, it really is a game of details because to get that stuff to harmonize, it's like fitting all these things into one picture without it looking overcrowded, you know? Exactly, exactly. The overcrowded part, it is such like a craft to create a song that is so big and has so many different elements and all fit those in, you know, the correct spaces and the correct spots and making sure it all blends exactly everything that Brett was saying. Um, So there are like a lot of challenges, but that's, again, I guess the fun part about it is working through those challenges because you're always learning new stuff and um, yeah, creating a song, the whole process is very, um, it's very rewarding, so. Yeah. And I can, I can hear most of the harmonies and the vocal stacks. Uh, but now I really want you to reimagine this and make some sort of orchestral version with, yeah, just like 
all vocals or something. Uh, I don't know. So You've totally cool. sold that on me right now, Brett. That would be so cool. Oh my gosh. I love it. Well, can you tell everyone where they can listen to True Love Never Dies and where they can follow you on social media? Yes. So True Love Never Dies is out on all streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, the official YouTube vid- or the official music video is out on YouTube. So you can just look up True Love Never Dies by Peyton Shea. And Peyton is spelled with an E, not an A. Um, <laughs> kind of strange, but yeah, so it's spelled with an E. And then all my social media is Peyton Shea official. And yeah, I'm performing June 25th at Teen Topia in Norco, yes. Norco, California. So that's going to be very, very fun. Congratulations. Thank you. And Brett, what is yours? Oh, yeah. I'm just at brett.pemberton um, and also uh, prophecymusicgroup.com. Prophecy is just P R O P H E C Y. Yeah, prophecymusicgroup.com. We are located in Westlake Village at Revolver Recordings. And um, yeah, it's been awesome to work with Peyton and for everyone else there. Last, last little thing is Peyton's a badass to work with. She's a sweet, sweet human and she's also just such a hard worker so i'm really proud of what we've done here and excited you. yeah come to team Topia, y'all it's gonna be amazing yeah brett are you playing guitar <laughs> no i'll be in the crowd like a, like half oh, okay. <laughs> like a dad. yeah i was gonna say brett's uh, gonna be in the crowd uh, like videotaping yes i love it yeah i also i do want to say something because just talking with both of you today um it's it's nice to talk with artists and producers that seem to have a really good bond and trust, um, which is something that is very difficult to find, not only from the artist side, but I'm sure as a producer, like you want to work with artists that you, you know, really believe in, right? And get along with. So um, I can just see that just through this conversation that you, there's a lot of trust there. And that's really awesome to see absolutely i'm very grateful that we've built such like a great relationship and we work so well together um which is something that i think is very hard to come by Mm -hmm. so yeah very very grateful yeah it's you can't it's it's so hard as an artist or producer to work with people that you don't like gel with and Mm -hmm. the coolest thing is like first song that you know Peyton and I did together is a different song that's not out yet mm-hmm. but it's such a badass tune and I, I look forward to you hearing that as well but it like we were a little nervous probably in the beginning yeah but it's so amazing because it just like clicked and it continues to happen so that's you can't yeah. really you can't really like plan that absolutely yeah yeah well thank you guys so much for coming on my show and dissecting this one with me I really really loved it and yeah just Loved hearing how it came together. Of course. Thank you you so much for having us. You can listen to the full song on your favorite music platforms or check out SoundScrub Presents Featured Sounds playlist on Spotify. Make sure to follow me, your host, Lisa Danae, on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, and many more at Lisa Danae or at Lisa Danae Music. If you're enjoying the show and would love to support SoundScrub, please visit lisadenae.com forward slash soundscrub for more details. Thank you for listening.